Hi, you're listening to the Android Guys podcast. My name is Scott Webster. This week's episode is a little bit different from the normal format. Rather than a back-and-forth roundtable discussion based on a particular topic, you'll hear an interview. I recently had the opportunity to speak with Miguel Quiroga, the CEO of Visible. And for those who aren't familiar with the service provider, they are a digital carrier that uses Verizon's 4G network. They launched in mid-2018 as an iOS-only experience. However, they recently expanded to include the Samsung Galaxy S9, S9+, Plus, as well as a carrier-branded version of a ZTE smartphone. The whole conversation takes about 15 minutes and was recorded over Google Meet. I hope you enjoy. Miguel, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to work with Visible. Sure. Yeah, I am. Um, well, thank you, first of all, Scott, for having us uh, here uh, to join you today. A um, little background about myself. Um, I started my career as an engineer, uh, worked through um, a lot of different roles, including platform engineering, eventually product development, and more commercial-based businesses. Um I've been in the telecom industry almost 19 years, um, and most recently I was working in Verizon Fios, running their digital practices and businesses there. Um, Visible was a unique opportunity to really chart an uncharted kind of path of like a blank sheet of paper, how do you build a business that is a true digital carrier? And it's something that's unique, and it's something we're super excited about, and the way we try to bring this kind of value back to the customer in the way we built our technology stack and our business and our brand, I think it's something that's you know, where customers are very excited to hear about. That's awesome. I uh, started to do a little bit of homework uh, here ahead of the call, and actually, a uh, little over a week ago, I was watching television and I saw a commercial for Visible, and I turned to my wife and I was like, "I'm going to be talking to those guys, and I'm going to be talking to the CEO actually next week." And she's like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah." So. Um, we see a lot of commercials for different carriers, MVNOs, and uh, companies, you know, looking for a little bit of attention uh, as you know an alternative to the big carriers. Uh, can you tell me a little bit, you know, broadly um, about Visible and, and what that means to be a digital carrier? Sure. So I think the thinking we have about what is Visible, um, you know, in the U.S., there's over sixty million people who are switching carriers every year. Um, there's a clear need for a phone service that consumers really value and love. Um, and we believe that we're building that digital carrier. And what we're trying to resolve are these customer pain points that you know many years of research kind of brought us to, you know, the hidden fees, the type of wait times you might see in a store, the lack of transparency, contracts. It, it really just pointed us in the direction that a straightforward, Kind of easy to use, simple phone service is ultimately what customers are looking for. So we believe that uh, the things that we have built to bring to customers, which essentially is a $40 all-in, unlimited data, voice, text, <clears throat> and a mobile hotspot that is running on Verizon's 4G LTE network is a particularly unique opportunity and proposition that customers are really excited about. And 
we're really excited to bring that to market and share that and get people connected with each other. That's awesome. Um, I know as a user and somebody who's switched carriers over time, I, I know that uh, the hidden fees, the, uh, the most recent one, my wife was on, I don't want to name the carrier here, but we had uh, just additional fees that you would pay just to access your data. We own the phones and we paid for the data, but then you pay extra fees just to access the data. And that stuff gets expensive and you start to nickel and dime your way into, you know, from an $80 plan into a $120 plan. Um, so your $40 plan, you, you mentioned it's, a, it's an all-in uh, limited text data. Is that, uh, you know, is that through the full Verizon nationwide network? Yeah, we use Verizon 4G LTE network and essentially visible uh, business allows you to access that through our $40 price plan. And with that, do you have uh, any type of restriction? Like if you had a certain um, data cap or do you have, uh, you know, do you have a preferred bucket that your users, you know, you try to keep under? How do you work with that? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So there is no concept of a data ca uh, cap. Um, the way that we basically offer the data services is uh, we built a, a network opportunity that allows the customer to get access to everything they need in their day-to-day -day life, email, uh, browsing, uh, streaming, video and audio, etc. Um, there is a five megabyte cap that we use to help basically orchestrate and use that across the network. But based on the research and analysis we've done, that gives customers probably the experience they're looking for uh, to basically use their services on the go. Gotcha. So rather than saying, hey, once you hit five gigabytes a month or X, you know, gigabytes in your plan, you're going to go down to 2G, keep it at five megabytes uh, speed or megabit speed. And that's generally sufficient for, you know, your video streaming, your music, your uh, accessing your files and things like that. Is that how you would that's say? Cool. Okay. Exactly. And that's what, you know, we see a lot of carriers do with uh, their buckets or their allotments is, uh, you know, they tend to want to set you into DVD quality for streaming or, you know, something that's 480 for YouTube and Netflix and some of that. So when people think they have this true, you know, 20, 30 megabit speed, well, that's not quite true. Um, now, do you guys do, uh, you know, with the one plan, do you, do you offer... Uh, like a multi-line family plan or is it you kind of look at and say, hey, you know, we think that one is enough for each person? Yeah, that's a great question. Right now we're focused on um, single line plans uh, based on um, working with customers. That was the initial thinking that we had customer interest in and that's what we're focused on at the moment. Uh, I think, you know, it brings us to a good part of how we think about our business is we try to actually listen and observe what customers are actually interested in. So we're always hearing and listening. Uh, but today we offer a $40 single line plan. Gotcha. Now, uh, uh, am I correct to assume that you can do all the things that a, a, a traditional carrier offers as in porting my phone number if I'm looking to switch? Absolutely. Yeah, you can port in your number. Um, you can also buy a new device as well. We recently launched the ability to do that. So we have a broad range of not just iOS, but we're starting to add uh, now Android devices as well. Mm -hmm. um, so whether you want to buy the device outright, finance it, 
or you know, in case something does go wrong with these smartphones, as they are you know, sometimes a good investment, there is the ability to do device protection as well. So we we um, we think that the type of financing we offer, which is zero dollars down, zero percent, is uh, pretty unique for uh, this particular category, and we think it's something that really is compelling to customers. Right, and I, I noticed that when you initially launched, it started out as an Apple only. Was that because of any specific um, device limitations or uh, a partnership, or was that just kind of like a let's just start with one type of you know product? How did you uh, how did you guys go about doing that? Yeah, no, it's a great question. We started out with you know Apple predominantly because it was a, it was a good starting point and environment for us to um, put our experiences in the market and provided one particular operating system and one specific um, kind of testing protocols we could apply. Uh, the Android market clearly has many more manufacturers, so the time horizon for that is different. Um, obviously, Samsung is also a great partner as well as, as Apple, so these these are the companies that are helping us get um, other devices to market, um, but expect to see more. Uh, you know, that was really why we started there and then continued on the path towards Android. Right. So if I have a Verizon compatible phone, is is it automatically compatible with Visible? So there is a specific set of devices which are uh, compatible with uh, Visible today, and that's an ever-expanding list. So today, um, broadly speaking, the vast majority of uh, iOS devices are compatible. And then there is the Samsung uh, S9, S9 Plus, which are compatible as well. We're continually working <clears throat> with manufacturers to basically complete the testing certification processes to add more of these devices into our product catalog. Uh, but those are essentially where we're starting at today. Okay. And I noticed that on your uh, website, you guys offer a ZTE uh, device. Is that something that you worked with them to uh, create an experience specific for Visible? Or is that a uh, uh, the start of potentially other devices. Can you speak at all to that? Sure. I mean, something we had done um, for a long time is we wanted to have a specific uh, branded phone, and you know, we had a long-term discussion with the team for some time, even before we went live. And so, therefore, um, uh, we decided to proceed with that work. You know, because it was something we wanted to make sure to offer our customer. Um, and we're starting with that, and that's really our focus is that particular device at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how that goes and see how customers like that. And so far, it's been a pretty good interest. One of the um, pain points that w- consumers run into without having a retail experience is being able to test the device, feel the device. Uh, if they, you know, they might, you know, have some experience with the S9 or see that or have, you know, played with one in another phone or an environment. Um, do you, when consumers come to you and say, Hey, I'm, I'm looking to get something that's, you know, speaking more from an Android side, uh, do they have any type of like, Hey, I don't really care for this ZTE phone. Can I return this or exchange it and go with something else? Yeah, there is a, there is a, uh, policy for that. Um, within 14 days, we're able to basically address, uh, that type of customer feedback, um, so that is an option for sure as well. You're right, you know, because as you know, to a customer who is looking for a device they've never touched or felt it, uh, that is always a question, and that's true not just for this category, but pretty much anything in commerce. So it's it's something that we resolve by offering the opportunity to do refunds if necessary. 
Right. Well, and that's something that in a recent podcast we talked about with MVNOs is that, you know, that's one of the trade-offs to keep the cost low is you don't have the retail experience, the footprint that, you know, you don't have that. Uh, those are costs that you guys can eliminate that you don't have to pass along to the consumer. So it is kind of a trade-off. Are you guys seeing that consumers are generally maybe a little more educated now than they might have been in the past when it comes to picking a carrier or a device without having to step foot into a store? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I think one one clarifying point. So you know, Visible itself is not an MVNO. It's a, it's a fully facilities-based carrier. So that's why we call ourselves a digital carrier because we have direct access to the full facilities environment. We, we are digital because we don't, to your point, have storage. Um, and yes, I think you know now versus say five years ago, um, there's a much broader spectrum of customers who are used to purchasing and living their life in an online environment, right? Uh, so can I can I take advantage of buying things from the comfort of my couch? And you know we think we're going to fill that gap. Uh, so I think yes, customers are certainly more comfortable than they ever have been. Right. And if somebody does, you know, they've got a phone or they have an issue with maybe questions or. Uh, a specific troubleshooting, uh, how can they go about contacting Visible? Is there, is it websites, uh, forums, tutorials, chat? How, how do, uh, how does one get in touch with Visible for help? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the use of the app is the starting point. You can directly contact our care teams uh, to resolve any questions that you may have. Uh, we're there to help. Uh, we are committed to the quality of customer service. Um, we actually think that's a huge hugely important part of treating people with respect uh, in any category, and especially this one. Um, you know, in terms of the, the experience, it is chat-based. You know, obviously we can do other things, such as SMS and social. Um, but we do have a lot of customers who reach out to us to care. And, you know, and we will resolve the customer's questions and issues one way or the other. That's what we set up to do no matter what. And so that's why, you know, we believe the way we've set up this business around the price point, the economics of being a digital carrier, but carrying that value to the customer doesn't mean that they're not going to be well served. And that's something which tried and true for us and we really place a tremendous importance on it, how we run our business. Right on. That's awesome. I, I think that uh, you know, I've watched over the last decade or so different attempts to try to change things. Google, you know, with the first uh, the Nexus one trying to get people to buy online, I don't think they were ready to do that, they wanted to touch the phone. They wanted to go to a store for help. Uh, you know, jump forward a few years, people are starting to buy their devices unlocked. They're familiar with going into, you know, Best Buy and just buying a phone and then picking the carrier later. And then there are people who just buy them straight off the internet. They don't have to. They just kind of know, hey, this is kind of what I need. So I I think that that trend lends itself well to carriers such as Visible, so that you can just kind of jump onto that hey you know we don't have to uh we don't have to hold your hand you, you we don't have to be there walk you through every step of the process uh do you guys have a target demographic for a user are you are you kind of going after you know expecting somebody who's a little bit more educated or how do you, how do you guys uh how do you position you know, yourself no it's a great question i mean look i think of digital experiences broadly as behavioral. In other words, what are customers comfortable doing? And then what customers are comfortable doing oftentimes is driven by the needs that they have, which in this case is 
can I get a simple, easy to use experience and service? So our focus is those customers who are comfortable living in, in a digital experience, uh, whether they're somebody who are a digital native or someone who is driven by digital behavior. You know, I think about my mom sometimes, like she's was never a smartphone user. You give her a smartphone, next thing you know, she's like the heaviest texter in the family. You know, it's, it, <laughs> it's ultimately like, you know, what, what do people want to solve for? She, she uses, you know, rice share more than anybody else right. because she finds it easy to access. So it's not about age. It's about behavior. I think that ultimately we're focused on. Gotcha. So what, uh, I know that you guys recently kicked off with like the S9, S9 plus, is there anything in the immediate future that we should be on the lookout for or anything that you guys kind of had, have on the roadmap in the, the coming months? Yeah, I think um, we are constantly listening to our customers and finding ways to take their feedback and work it into our experience. Um, we have a lot of big wish list items on the roadmap from our customer feedback. Um, you know, so stay tuned. Um, but there's a lot coming throughout the year. Great, uh, Miguel. I want to thank you for your time today. This is uh, this is interesting and fun for me to uh, kind of peel the curtain back a little bit. And uh, I appreciate that you took the time out of your day to speak with us. No, absolutely. And listen, thanks for uh, taking the time to be with us as well. It's it's awesome to see people like yourself who are so you know interested in this particular industry. It's a it's a fantastic business, and something that's a critical part of you know uh, of life. And so, really appreciate the time and energy you put into building uh, this podcast. Thank you. Thanks again to Miguel for taking the time to speak with me this week. I do appreciate it. For more information on Visible, be sure to visit its website at visible.com. And if this is your first time listening to the Android Guys podcast, we would appreciate it if you considered subscribing. You can find it anywhere you normally find your other podcasts, including Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, and other places. Thanks again.